Welcome to 12 Minutes of Dauntless Commentary on Widely Unaccepted Truth from God's Word. Hang on to your Bible. I am Elsie Breeden, and this is Audaciously Unpopular. Have you ever felt out of place? Ever felt like dissatisfied with your job or maybe your position in life or your career or your church? Ever felt dissatisfied, like, I don't influence anyone. My circle is too small. I'm not really of any consequence anywhere. I just feel ineffective and unuseful. I want to encourage you today, okay? So don't don't turn me off yet. I want to encourage you and to challenge you with this thought. What if God has placed you in the exact position that you are in in life in your job, your church, your career? What if he has placed you exactly where you are because he needed someone to make up the hedge and he found you to be willing? In Ezekiel chapter 22, the Lord is talking about his people and how that they have not listened to him and they have strayed from him and disobeyed him and chosen other gods as they were very prone to do, as we are very prone to do. And in his lamentation, in his distress of, of looking at his people and what they're doing, in verse in chapter 22, Ezekiel chapter 22, verse 30, it says, I searched for a man among them who would build up the wall and stand in the gap before me for the land so that I would not destroy it but I found no one. And in this verse, he's not talking about land as in the, the soil, the dirt, but he's talking about these people. And he said, I searched among them, among all of these people, I searched for someone who would make up the gap, who would build a wall and make up the gap, but they found no one. Now consider the place where you are right now and consider maybe he has given you an opportunity that is not often found by many of us, but the opportunity to be in the stillness, in the silence, in the out-of-the-way place, in that one place in the wall that needs strengthening, to make up the gap, to stand in the place of someone who is in desperate need of Jesus, in desperate need of salvation, and you're the one who can bridge in prayer where no one else is willing to stand. You may be positioned to pray. Look, look around you at the people in your life, uh, on your job, the people in your family, your circle, the, whoever is in your world, your part of the world. Look around at those people and, and just evaluate for a second. Is there anyone praying for them? Is there anyone on their side? Is there anyone in their corner? If, if I'm not praying for them, if I'm not calling their name in prayer and speaking their name before heaven and before God, then is anyone. And I prepared for you guys to say, well, Jesus intercedes for us. Yes, he does. In fact, I'm going right there. But you're not off the hook. Romans 8 verse 34 says, Who is the one who condemns? Jesus Christ is he who died. Yes, rather who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who also 
intercedes for us. So when Jesus rose again, he sat down at the right hand of God to pray on our behalf, to stand in the gap, to reconcile us to God. That was his whole mission. In Hebrews chapter 17, verse 25, it says, Therefore he is able to save forever those who draw near to God through him, since he is always lives, since he always lives to make intercession for them. He, the, the, another translation says he ever lives to make intercession. He is everlasting and he is sitting there to pray for us on a daily basis. So yes, someone is praying for them. So what are we looking for? That spotlight mission, that that worship stage, that that opportunity to preach or teach or lead a ministry in the church that gets the spotlight on us. And we look for those spotlight missions, but he looks for the prayer closet. And he commissions us to find that secret place. Not only is that a place to get to know him and to commune with him and to spend time with him, but it is a it is an opportunity and an invitation to join his prayer meeting. Who of us, if Jesus was walking this earth right now in physical form and held a prayer meeting, who of us would not want to go? We would all like, yes, like I'm not missing this for anything in the world. Yet every day of our lives, there is a prayer meeting. Jesus intercedes every single day on our behalf. There is a prayer meeting every single day. Yet so many of us are so busy trying to fix everything in our life, trying to do things on our own, that we miss this opportunity to build a wall of prayer and to stand in the gap for someone to pray on someone else's behalf because it's not in the spotlight and so we don't look at intercession as a mission we don't look at it as a calling because it's it's in the closet in fact matthew in matthew verse uh, chapter 6 jesus instructs us when you when you pray you are not to be like the hypocrites for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and on the street corners so that they may be seen by men. Truly, I say to you, they have their reward in full. But you, when you pray, go into your inner room, close your door, and pray to your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. Now, if you're like me, you've heard that verse over and over in your lifetime, and maybe often heard it as a means to get something you want to get some kind of material blessings. If I go and I pray in secret, then he will shower me with these material blessings and make it known to everyone that I have been praying. I don't think that's the point here. And it's definitely not my point today with intercession. If you go in your in your inner room, in your closet, in your quiet place and get along with God and enter his session of prayer, where he's already praying for you and every other person you know and every other person you don't know. He's already there. He's already praying. And you go in that secret place and you enter into that time with him and you pray with Jesus for a few minutes or an hour or however long you want to. In that moment, in his presence, in that secret place, Nobody knows what's going on except for you and Jesus. And then it says he will reward you openly. And what greater reward 
I can't think of one. But what greater reward could there possibly be than to leave your secret room and to begin to see the Lord working in the lives of the people that you have been interceding for? What greater reward? There's no new car or new house or new job or pay raise or relationship that can take the place of that, of seeing lives changed and souls saved. That There can be no greater reward. The angels don't even rejoice until they don't even get happy about anything until a sinner is saved. That's the only time the Bible tells us that the angels get happy and rejoice is when a sinner is saved. So what greater reward could there possibly be than to know I have stood in the gap in this position that I am in, in my place in life. I have dedicated myself to the mission of intercession and I have stood in the gap when when there's not very many people willing and when the Lord said I looked and I could find no one. But may we respond like Isaiah did and said, here I am and I'm unworthy to be in your presence. Jeremiah responded the same way. I'm unworthy, but I'm willing. And what greater reward at the end of that intercession, at the end of, of that constant prayer, that interceding for someone on, on their side and on the side of Jesus to watch their lives begin to change, to see God's hand. And I think that more than anything, that opens our eyes to even see his workings. So many times, the, the less we spend time in prayer, the less we see God work. And we equate that with, well, God's working because I prayed. Yes, the, the Bible instructs us to pray and to ask him for things and to pray according to his will and that he will do it. But sometimes I wonder if our praying simply opens our eyes to what he's already doing. So wherever you are in your life right now, if you're feeling dissatisfied, if you're feeling unhappy or out of place, I challenge you to check your surroundings and maybe perhaps you are standing in the place in the wall that there's a little bit of weakness and a little bit of gap and that there's people who need you to be that one who will say, I will stand in the gap. I will build this part of the wall. I will pray the prayer. I will stay in the closet. I will intercede on their behalf. I will enter this session because what an opportunity. What an opportunity you have. What an opportunity every single one of us has to be in that place of prayer. And it's not complicated and it's not something you have to go to school to learn or you have to be a pastor to do, but you Wherever you are, just getting with him and having a conversation with him, lifting up another person in that secret place and becoming part of his mission of intercession. What greater privilege do we have and what are we waiting for? Father, thank you for inviting us to this place of prayer, to this seat of intercession with you to just enter where you are praying on our behalf on the behalf of the people in our lives and just having that moment in your presence to commune with you and to lift up someone else and then have a front row seat while we watch you work and do mighty things in their life 